What's up, Zach Oates here, author, entrepreneur, and customer relationship guru. Welcome to Give an Ovation, growth strategies for restaurants and retailers, where we find industry leaders to share their secrets to grow your business. This podcast is sponsored by Ovation, the actionable guest feedback tool that works on or off premise and is easy, real time, and actually drives revenue. Learn more at OvationUp.com. Welcome to another edition of Give an Ovation. I am joined today by the effervescent and incredibly sharp CEO of Magic City Hoagies, who is just killing it at the Gen Z customer with everything from TikTok to branding that just drips, as I as I hear the youth call it. Uh, she's an incredible partner and super user of Ovation. Welcome, Christine Staley, to Ovation. How are you? I think that's the best introduction I've ever heard. Um, I'm doing... <laughs> I'm doing fantastic, Zach. Thank you for inviting me. Um, wow. I don't know. I think my day's even way better now. <laughs> and I got to say, I have, I've done, you know, 230 of these. I have never once described someone as effervescent in their bio, but I, it just so fitting of you. I love it because I actually love, you know, soda water. So I feel oh. effervescent inside. I, I live on it. And there people look go. at me like, they're like, ew. And I'm like, no, you don't get it. I think it just keeps me going. So the bubbly nature just keeps coming out. (laughs) There we go. So tell us a little bit about Magic City Hoagies. Okay. So I'm originally from Miami, Florida. And about 10 years ago, this year will be the time I relocated to Minot, North Dakota. Yes. M-I-N-O-T, North Dakota. Now, I mean, isn't that where most people go from Miami right to Minot, North Dakota? Totally. Well, yeah. well, yeah, of course. You know, you go as, from one magic most, city one to another because yeah. ironically, this one's actually called the magic city too. Uh, doesn't make sense. There is something magical here, but it's not like Miami by any means. <laughs> okay. Um, it's it's not yeah. the clubs, huh? No, no. Um, it's a very different um, environment. Like I'm looking at right now, it's all like, you know, just chill farmland. But, you know, they have these pockets of these cities that are just very effervescent, I guess is the only way to put it because they're starting to build like momentum. People are relocating here from everywhere. So North Dakota is one of those interesting States. I would have never imagined me moving to, but the opportunity was great for my husband. And I, within the first year, I decided to open my business, which was kind of like really taking a whole risk. I knew nobody here. I like, I had nobody here, like nobody. It's like moving to a whole other country. I felt like, um, but anyway, moving on. So majesty hoagies, we have created the best sandwich shop in the entire state, which uh, I will definitely say it's taken some time, but I feel very confident that I did everything right here. And because yeah. I took time to educate, because I think a lot of people here didn't understand what a hoagie was versus sub or even just why I was different. And then I decided to bring them into the mix and include my customers. What would you like to see on the menu? What would you like to try? Oh, you want to try a special? I would bring all these cool things and they love the fact that I included them in that conversation. So over the years, which should be nine years as October, we've been open. I'm not kidding. We had up to 60 on menu, like I'll call them sandwiches, but hoagies. And then we had a whole bunch of off the menu. So we have a plethora library of like just random things that people love. And I know there's even beyond that, but to take it all back now, we're considered like more of like a fast casual experience. And I look yeah. at it that way because we'll serve to you but you're not like a kiosk, check in and out, hurry up, keep go. We don't have a drive-through. We didn't have delivery up until COVID, but we have it now. And now we're downtown. We relocated to downtown and now we have a lot of walkable people. They love it. Um, but we do delivery. I do a lot of catering. Catering is probably one of my biggest 
um, pull in for people for like events and huge corporations or just different things that happen out throughout the year. We have a, we have a lot of events that come to mind, which is surprising. The North Dakota state fair will be here in July. If you're interested. Oh, hey, <laughs> well, how, and how do you, how do you do that though? Like with catering, how did you grow your catering business? Okay. So this is the thing. I'll give you a little background. Zach. I don't know if you know this about me, but in my previous life in Miami, I used to work in television. So when I worked in a studio, I didn't know that I was reading okay. your, I, as I was putting your bio together. I was like, uh-huh. wow, you have this like entire thing on like TV and all these awards that you've won. And like, anyway, really incredible. Go check her yeah, out. I, but but like, you know what was so great about that is that um, on a side note, I went to school for theater, but I never wanted to be an actress. I just wanted to like understand how the human condition worked, which is mine, but also relatable. So I feel like I took that stuff and that's, I went to school in New York for that, which is great because that's a crazy place for experimentation of everything. But to take that experience, go to school, then work in the field and meet people from like, you know, I met mom and pops from, uh, I don't know, Alaska with a book they wrote. They just wanted to be on TV to like, you know, famous people. So I worked with a whole variety of people. Yeah. I was what you call the coordinator. So I would do the catering. I would do all the craft services. I would, I was the hub. I would take care of the host, the talent, the on-set stuff. I, I was like, we were in a huge studio. We're still around, by the way. I, I'm still in touch with all those peeps back home. But it's interesting because what I learned was where I really figured out how to feed people. Because not every event's the same. And you have mm. to know that. You have to know that. Because if you understand who's going to be eating, is it a sit-down? Is it like a grab-and-go? And are there more men or women? And are there kids? If you have all those questions answered, I can tell you right now, Zach, I can feed anybody. Really? On a good budget. And I will extend the food enough where you could take home for leftovers if you want or into the next day. It's it's understanding what your menu is, how many people grab so much stuff and what women want versus men. And I, I will tell you, I could take like three platters. That's like what? That's 12 feet. Yeah. And I can make that probably feed about 35 people or more, which is crazy. But you know what? That's not every event. That would be a grab and go event. That wouldn't be a sit down event. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? You yeah. have to put it in perspective. So how did you, cause, cause you didn't do catering when you first started. You, no, you were, you were no, just no. Doing... I didn't do it right away. What yeah. I did is that I basically try to figure out the demographic of what, what were the needs of the community? Remember, I didn't know it. I knew nobody. Yeah. So I would ask questions and then I would also like go around to other businesses and see what they were offering just to see what they were offering at the time. This is like nine years ago. And you know, you have, they have like a lot of very, you know, not mom and pops, but franchises. So they were very standard issue options. So I said, what can I do to offer something outside of what they're doing that would make it more like white glove. And because I I love serving people, it's like an inherent thing on me. I realized, let me specialize and, you know, provide them like an actual, like I'm your concierge here. Let's, let's see, what can you want? What do you want? How do you want this? And I deliver it. I also do delivery for free, which I think for me, this is not a huge town. Why would I charge for delivery? I get to set up. You're buying my food. I get to put my food in other people's mouths. You're paying for it. And it's all marketing in my mind. So I said, if I make this the most stellar, perfect experience, and I can throw a couple menus on the table while at it, I I literally knocked it out of the park sack. I'm telling you, like, and, and, and I would call them up a week later. Hi, this is Christine. How, like the owner, how was it? Can I, can you tell me any feedback? Like I was directly asking questions. So if you look, I have a huge case. I have all the papers like over all the years of stacks of businesses with all their, this is where I'm updating a lot of the you know, stuff into like online now um, of all their orders. So if like, you know, like I have a big uh, thing coming up with a co-op for an electric company coming up uh-huh. in June. 
I, my guy's like, Hey, do you have that uh, catering menu from last year? We want to do the same thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got it. Then it's over. Boom. Done. Like they always depend on me now. It's almost like they know what they're getting and they, they yeah. like that, you know, that's so great because you got to have that consistency, but it's about like, like you were saying, looking at the catering as a marketing opportunity, as opposed to just like a regular order. What, a, yes. what better way is there to get people to find out about how good your stuff is than feeding them? And I mean, think, what a better way to feed it. people than someone else paying for it. I know, but think about it, Zach. That's like the only way I could reach some of these people who I would never be able to reach otherwise, you yeah. know? Yeah, so it's totally. almost like you're, you're helping me. Why don't I make it as amazing as possible and seamless and effortless on your part? Like you, if you're having a big event or it could be a funeral, my husband's a funeral director. That's actually why he moved here. You know, we've done oh. funerals and, you know, you have to be a certain way, very professional, but you know, it, it, it's a certain amount of, like you said, effervescent, but of course I had to scale it down. Yeah. Um, but you have to be able to give them anything they need and make it so they feel like it's, I've gotten thank you cards from people. I don't even know. And they're like, you made it so much easier to manage. Like that to me means so much more to me because that means I did my job right. It's not yeah. about just, oh, I made 300 bucks off you. Yeah, that's great. But then what happens when they come back to town? They're going to visit my restaurant. They'll bring their family. They'll, you know, and that, that's, that's that experience that I like to provide. Now, speaking of the experience, I think that looking at the things that you're doing right now for marketing, for getting the word out there, mm-hmm. one of the things you're leveraging is TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. That's been fun for me. But but like thinking about a restaurant owner who may be saying, Christy, I can't do TikTok. Like nobody, there's nobody in my town. I think that there's few towns with more nobody in it than where you guys are at right now, right? Dude, you don't absolutely. have a booming population, a huge metropolis. It's not downtown New York City, San Francisco, mm-hmm. LA. Nope. So is TikTok helpful? What's your, okay. what's your take? So this is this is my take on TikTok. Uh, I think one of the only reasons I didn't jump on the bandwagon with that a long time ago was because I used to kind of be old school. I think I had told you I had a BlackBerry. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yep. So <laughs> I didn't have, I had a flip phone before this. And this was my more modern one. So I decided to do it. I just started it in October. And I will say, I think because, you know, part of my personality is I love to engage people always, just even at my shop. I think it's a better way for me to connect to people who don't even know me that might be like, well, who's this? What's this about? You know, and I can like identify things that people are interested in and maybe want to learn about and entertain and just, you know, like, look, like if I can do it, you can do it. People don't even know. I, I, I hit Miami. Okay. I hit Miami streets back in December and I literally ambushed people with sandwiches. I walked up to them in Wynwood and I'm like, yo, have a question. This is my sandwich shop back in North Dakota. I'm bringing it back to Miami, but I'm bringing it a whole different level. Would you like to try it? I have a salami or Turkey, which one man. And I would film them. And they were like, so excited. I said, said you know, I, I, I said, Hey, just tell me three things. What does it look like? First appearance. Does it look decent? Does it, does it taste good? And does it smell right? And would you order this at the, you know, in the middle of the night if you were starving? And man, I will tell you, people like thrilled. They were like, this is awesome. Like, oh my gosh, I would totally get, like, it wasn't like they were trying to, you know, tell me this because I want to hear it. It was like, these were just people I had no idea, strangers. I had people walk away, but it was like a fun experience. And to me, I think it's fitting for my personality. So what I would tell business owners, if there's a side of you that you want to explore, that's kind of goofy or fun or put a character persona that is where you got to take this because yes. it's not really you. It's your brand. And so if you want to be a little silly or goofy, give yourself the permission, pat yourself on the back and say, you know what? I'm okay if my daughter doesn't love my TikTok or be my friend. 
what am I going to do? You know, <laughs> because mine's not. <laughs> right. And, and another one is, uh, there's another great brand that's doing this up in Canada called Shelby's. And uh-huh. again, like check out Shelby's and check out what they're doing at their, their Euro shop and uh, how they are putting on this. Per- they created this persona and they're putting it out there on TikTok and it's getting crazy viral hits, but it's oh about, you know, Sean Walchef always talks about, it's about just flipping that camera around and hitting mm-hmm. record. You don't need it to be perfect. You just need to start nope. doing it. Right. And I think nope. that's 90% of life is showing up. And then it's like, okay, great. I've, I've done that. Now what do I do? Right. Well, I, I look at it like this too, is that, you know, we had a hard time over the past few years, but if people really want to connect to their brands in a way that they, they really adore them, or if they don't know a brand, they want to see what they're about showing that inside, like behind the curtain, you know, like the Oz curtain, it gives yeah. you a little bit of insight into like how the care is being taken care of, how the employees are working. You know, I, I mean, you know, we're all turning to AI right now and robots, right? So yeah. let's just kill, still keep that human connection and show how we still interact as people and care for what we do and provide for our customers and whoever. Because at the end of the day, I know I'm having fun. I don't do anything I'm not going to have fun with, but also I'm providing value to people. I mean, I don't got a lot of likes on some of them. Some of them I have huge likes, but you know, you understand what, what trends and then how you can tweak what you're doing. And, and then you just meet people. Like, let me give an example. I totally wish I had my phone on me at the moment. I was at Walmart yesterday, which I had to go pick up some stuff for my daughter. She just finished school. She has snacks and crazy stuff. I literally was about to park, pull out. And I look at this lady's car. She had a little, little flag hanging from her window. It said Trinidad Tobago. I literally get out of my car. I go, excuse me. I think I freaked her out. I said, are you from Trinidad Tobago? She goes, yeah. I go, do you make doubles? And she's like, yeah. I go, you sell them. Do you even know what that is? Like, it's a food. No. Like I live in North Dakota. I'm in a desert out here. I go, we can get some Jamaica now. Cause there's a little bit more happening up here. Doubles are like these beautiful sandwiches. They have like curry beans and all this hot stuff. And I could just eat like 10 of them. And I'm like, I want to buy them from you. Can I get your number? And we literally changed numbers. I just walked up to this woman, but this is the whole point. Like TikTok is the same kind of thing. You don't know who you're going to meet. And I said, girl, your flag and your car just made you some money. But besides that, my name's Christine. She goes, that's my name too. (laughs) 